Hello and welcome to Care Insights with the Outstanding Society, a podcast created to share and celebrate best practice, help others to improve and learn more about the amazing career opportunities within social care. In this episode, Zoe finds out more about Taking Charge, a unique campaign to support people to cut their energy bills. Zoe is joined by John Hughes and Craig Thomason from Community Integrated Care, the charity leading the initiative. I'd like to welcome Craig and John to to this episode of um, our podcast. Craig, can I ask you to introduce yourself and tell us a bit about the charity, please? Yeah, hi, I'm Craig Thomason. I'm the manager of the Partnerships and Communities team. Um, Community Integrated Care are one of the UK's largest social care charities. So we support people with a range of different support care needs from right up in the Highlands in Scotland, all the way down to sort of the south coast of, of England. So and pretty much everywhere in between as well. Um, so we support thousands of people across the country. Um, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's us. Fantastic. Thank you. And John, can you introduce yourself and, and tell me a bit about your role within the charity? Yeah, so so um, I'm John Hughes, I'm Director of Partnerships and Communities. So my whole purpose and the whole purpose of my team is how can we support people to lead fuller and happier lives? So the vision for our charity is for people to lead the best life possible. Obviously, everyone listening to this podcast will understand how difficult it is within social care at the moment. So if we just operate within the confines of the social care sector, the money received from local authorities, those limitations are being passed on to the people we support. And it's my job and it's Craig's job to look at how do we connect with brilliant organisations and, and the wider community to make sure that people do have full and equal lives. Fantastic. Thank you. And it sounds like such a fantastic charity and I'd like to thank you for, for what you're doing. So if I could come back to, to you, Craig, um, as we all know, there's a cost of living crisis at the moment um, and many of our colleagues and their families working within social care will be struggling. Can you tell me a bit about your current project, Taking Charge? Yeah, so like you say, that I think no matter who you are in this country, I think you're feeling the effects and the impact of the cost of living crisis. Um, no matter what your income, I f- honestly believe that everyone's felt it at some point. But I think more so for people who are working on national living wage, um, which a lot of our sector is, and also the people that we support. You know, we've there's I think there's research out there that says that um, people with disabilities quite often pay twice the amount of a uh, average household within, you know, for energy, things like uh, adaptive equipment, maybe needing to have uh, lights on more or heating up higher and, and spending more time in the house. So obviously it's worrying for wider society, but it's really, really worrying for that particular cohort. And, you know, a good few months ago now, we we spoke with John and Oliver, who's another member of our team with Marcy. We, we thought this is something that needs to be addressed and support that needs to be given and that's where we the, the idea of taking charge was born from so um taking charge is it's a it's a campaign that our charity are running and it's about helping people and supporting people to take charge um of sort of energy wastage and it's not about scaring people into saying only put your heating on at the at the very last moment before you you're really really cold stuff like that. it's all really practical 
um, almost life hacks um, that people can implement really easily in the houses, in their own personal houses, in um, supporting people to do it in their own houses if they live in supported living. Um, and, you know, some of the savings that we've seen already are, are absolutely huge. You know, we're talking hundreds and hundreds of pounds per year. Um, Amazing. And, you know, John mentioned before that our charity have, have launched the Best Lives Possible strategy. And I think it's really important that to live the best life possible, people need uh, disposable income to be able to go on the holidays, to join clubs, to to go out for meals with friends and all those sort of things that, that you, you want to do to live your best life. It's really, really hard to do that if a lot of your um, in incoming money is spent on energy bills, especially with energy that's wasted. Fantastic. No, no, that sounds, sounds great. And, and in terms of how you deliver that, are they, are they webinars, virtual meetings? How, how, what's the kind of format that you use? Oh, we've got loads. We've got loads. So we've got a website, which is www.takingchargeenergy.co.uk. And on there, We've got a suite of resources. So uh, we've got a number of videos which were filmed um, with full of top tips and um, they've done with a bit of a, a bit of a, a lighthearted feel. It's a scary subject, but we wanted to give it a bit of a lighthearted feel. So in the in the videos, you quite often see me being the butt of the jokes when my younger brother Oliver, um, who is a member of our team and uh, is an expert by experience, he's he's the hero, he's the one teaching me all the energy saving tricks which are dead fun interactive videos to, to watch. Uh, the main sort of thing that we're, we're trying to get people to, to get onto is the webinars. So we, we run three webinars a week at different times on different days. And the webinars are about half an hour long. So they're not long, but they're packed full of really interactive, engaging, fun tips. There's um, battles between which which appliance uses more and you have to vote. There's, vi there's videos on there. It's really fun. It's not one of those where you, you kind of sit and just staring at a screen for half an hour that isn't that we knew we wouldn't get people engaged with it um, like that so there's webinars there's the videos we also have easy read guides um, and resources that you can do in your own home we have vampire uh, hunts which you may think is a bit weird from you know we're not at halloween anymore but it all makes sense when you're thinking about vampire devices in your own home the suckers <laughs> that suck the energy out that we need to slay it's it sounds fantastic i've um i've watched the, the videos with, with oliver in as well and he, he's a true inspiration um i'm just i'm just wondering actually talking about your 30 30 minute sessions um it would be really good for for teams within care homes maybe to take their breaks together to have that interactive session together um or even families you say that you answer different questions and things so actually you could make it interactive within within your family situation or within the teams John can you tell me a bit about that do you think that might be an idea for homes yeah absolutely I think taking charge is one of those brilliant examples of how people accessing this program it can improve their home life and it can also improve the lives of the people they support um you know potentially people can save around £800 through this programme. So that is a huge, huge opportunity. And I think if you consider that most people access social care are dependent upon benefits, and those benefits don't track with inflation. So largely the people we support within the social care sector are disproportionately affected by the cost of living crisis and the energy crisis. And also, despite the best efforts for everyone in the care sector, this is a low-paying sector. And right now you can see that... Um, Skills for Carers are telling us that vacancy rates have increased by 50%. And obviously, the pressures people are facing 
driven by the economics of the time. Do you know, people have got a, a job that they love. They love the connection with the people they support, but they're finding it really hard to continue to work in this sector. And actually, if we can help people who work in social care to have £800 extra a year and also help the people we support at the same time, that is incredible. You know, it means that people can to continue to lead the quality of life that they want and the care sector itself becomes much more resilient. And the whole thing for us with this programme is that it's not about being lectured. Um, it's not It's not heavy. It's interactive. It's fun. So it's a really enjoyable programme to be part of with the people you support or with families or with a staff team. It's genuinely entertaining. But what we're not telling you is here's a series of things to turn off and live in a cold house. We're giving you the big wins. You know, you can press two buttons on a boiler. Most boilers are set up incorrectly. Press two buttons on a boiler. You've saved yourself around £150 a year. There are some really big and easy things. But as a society, we've not explained to people these issues. Fundamentally, taking charge has really changed my behaviours. I've I've really understood energy usage in an entirely different way um, because it's things that have never been explained or highlighted to me. And you can see that there's so many big wins in most households that um, will save you a lot of money for a very limited effort. And, you know, for me, that is such a direct correlation between people's quality of life, the support that we're able to provide, and also our retention of the brilliant people we want to keep in the care sector right now. Fantastic. Sounds like... That, sorry, sorry. I think that's a really important point John, John just made then with... I went into this campaign thinking I knew quite a bit about... Uh, energy saving and I, I thought I'll be able to help educate there might be a few little bits there maybe I don't know and I was so wrong I was so so wrong I've learned so much through um, helping deliver this campaign and I think people that's been reflected in some of the webinars that we've done so we take a poll at the start of how comfortable people think they are with um, you know knowing how to waste less energy and quite often we get people saying yeah I'm pretty confident in it now when we get to the end of the webinar we ask people if they've learned something that they're going to save money on. And so far, 100% of people, and we're talking, we've done work with hundreds and hundreds of people here, 100% of people have said that they've learned something new that's going to save them money. So I think people quite often think that they know quite a lot, and as I did, massively. And the the information that we're giving is really, um, really changing things, changing people's perceptions on it and, and really teaching people something new that has not been kind of set out you've not been used to growing up with knowing all these different things you don't know how much keeping that bathroom light on overnight actually costs you in real terms whereas when we're telling you and displaying those figures people are learning something really big oh, i think that that's fantastic and i'm looking forward to, to doing one of the sessions myself can you can you actually give me some feedback um from the sessions you know how has it benefited um individuals already have you got any feedback that you can provide for us yeah, uh, so, oh, sorry, John, go on. So, you know, what, one example, just like a, a really simple example, was we were talking to one of our colleagues a couple of weeks ago and um, a person that she supports who's in, that lives in their own house, so pays her own bills. They have, ever since she supported him, he's had the bathroom lights on overnight and that's just been part and parcel of his, his routine and, and what have you. Since the webinar, they found out that that has actually cost the person supported over £260 a year. Wow. Um, which is absolutely huge. Yeah. Now, by going out into, I think it was gone to Margos or something, and buying a motion sensor light, which is six, seven pounds, 
they're no longer either keeping that bathroom light on overnight. So you think, you know, talking 260 pounds a year, um, over a number of years, that's going to save that person's supported thousands, thousands of pounds. That is just one example of, of one tip that we've we've taken and somebody's somebody's gone and it's it's really had a huge impact on somebody's life. You know, that 260 pounds saved can make things more comfortable over the next year. It can be the season ticket to the local football team that they, they want to go and watch. It could be a good few trips out. It could be a weekend away. That's and that's why we're dead passionate about bringing this campaign forward. And I think yeah, one thing. Oh, sorry, I think got, one thing I'd really draw out is um, I think it's really important in social care that people, especially people who are working on the front lines, feel that we're all in it together. They feel that their organisation is behind them. So I think largely people who work in social care understand that providers don't raise their own income, the dependence on the money they receive from local authorities. And whilst we want to do more with pay and benefits and all those different things, largely we can't change that. But I think what colleagues want from organisations and rightly expect from organisations is that those organisations care about them as individuals and care about their well-being. And I think for organisations that can make the space for teams to take half an hour out of the day, and our experience is that, you know, social care environments are very difficult, but there are definitely ways to do that, you know, in the creative ways you described in terms of integrating into team meetings or just simply looking at how you plan some support differently. What that does for colleagues in terms of their sense of this organisation understands the pressures I'm under, values me, is doing what they can to support me, is massive. And I think um, for, for me, that's that, that's a really important aspect in this. For organisations that want to live values of, you know, we care about our colleagues' well-being, we want to make sure that we're, we're, we're as supportive of our colleagues as we are the people we support, um, organisations will feel massive benefits from the respect they will get from the colleagues for being part of programmes like this. I, th I think that's a fantastic idea and and we'll certainly be sharing more information with, with organisations across social care. I think it would be brilliant for, for people to come together to do that. Do you have maximum numbers at all within your seminars or? No, largely we can we can accommodate good numbers. And what we're trying to do is um, deliver sessions that are flexible across different shift patterns. So you'll see that we've got some morning sessions, afternoon sessions, evening sessions, and we're running them throughout the week. And because of that, we're able to just naturally manage quite um, quite small cohorts where people can interact and they can ask questions and it does feel intimate. Um, and obviously we're giving people the flexibility because we want to make sure that every colleague, whether you're someone who works nights or you're someone who works evening shifts, has got an equal opportunity to be part of this. Fantastic. And we're also, based on feedback that we've had, we're also going to be running a couple of uh, weekend sessions as well during Excellent. November. So the feedback was that sometimes it'd be quite difficult during the, the week. So we, we're running weekend sessions as well to you know, try and get as many people uh, impacted by the campaign as possible. Fantastic. Excellent. In my head, I'm I'm walking around each room in my house thinking actually what I could what what could I do differently? So if 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 there was one top tip, John, that that you could give um, to our listeners today, what would that be? I think it's really important that at a real basic level, we understand that there are things that suck energy and there's things that save energy. And I think if you keep that frame in your mind as you go through your house, it is really, really helpful. So British Gas, they estimate that around £140 a year is wasted by things that are being plugged in that aren't being used. And often we'll all be able to think of things that are on standby, but we, we, 
we've got plugged in, but we might not be using. Um, things like that have a massive impact. Then the other side of it is your savers. Think about if you have a dishwasher, um, being able to press the eco button, this little button that no one's ever explained to you what it does, it actually cuts about 70% of your energy use, which yeah. over the course of the year can be almost around a couple hundred pounds. You know, washing your clothes at 30 degrees actually reduces energy to a really significant proportion. Um, boiler jackets, which probably cost about 10, 15 pounds from B&Q, can save you a couple hundred pounds over the course of a year. Um, so if you have that frame in both of your minds, the things that suck energy, are we leaving things plugged in that don't need to be? And then the things that save energy, what are the big devices that are running and are there ways to make them more efficient? Sometimes it's because you've put an energy efficient setting on. Sometimes it's because you're buying more efficiently. So if you try and buy things with the, the green rather than the red in terms of energy efficiency, so LED lights rather than traditional lights or, um, you know, just more efficient appliances. And then finally, there's real simple ways you can insulate things. And insulation can just be houses being really drafty. You know, houses can be very drafty for a couple, uh, and the cost of that can be a couple hundred pounds. And actually just putting some very basic things to cover those drafts can really, really reduce energy bills. And it's those combination of things together that mean that people can either have more money in their pockets or alternatively, feel able to put the heating on without worrying because they've been able to offset those costs elsewhere. Fantastic. Thanks, John. And if I can come over to you, Craig, is there are there any top tips that you would like to share? Well, I think the one that blew my mind in particular is something I think 95% of society will be doing subconsciously. So everyone with a smartphone, I think, like I say, 95% of people will put their phone on charge at night before they go to bed, they'll go to bed, they'll sleep for, I've got young kids, so I sleep for about six hours, but most people sleep hopefully for about seven or eight hours. Um, and then in the morning, they'll take the phone off charge, fully charged and off, off they go. Now, the research shows that most new smartphones take around 90 minutes to charge fully. So if you're, if you're sleeping for eight hours, that's you know a good, good chunk of the night that the phone is charging and, and not actually doing anything. So, and when you work that out into sort of electricity terms, that's hundreds of pounds a year that you're, you're wasting by having your phone on 100% by midnight and then spending till six, seven o'clock in the morning just, just charging nothing. The actual so, cost of that, Craig, is £124 a year. Do you know, yeah. that's what you try and explain to people. The small ways that we can adapt our behaviours that have very little consequence to us. Do you know what I mean? There's no, there's no actual pain or challenge charging your TV, charging your phone up whilst you're watching TV. It's a really easy thing to do, but the overall saving for that is £124. That's if you think amazing. You, if you were on like a, a phone contract that was £30 a month, that's, you know, it's four months free, effectively, yeah. isn't it? If it's, you know, it's a third of the year, you, your contract's free because of the money you've saved by just making that one small change. And I, I genuinely think when I've spoken to my friends, to my family, everybody charges their phone in that way that, they put it on charge and just forget about it overnight, take it off charge, leave the charger on throughout the day, charging nothing, which is one of your vampire devices. And it's it's a lot of money to do something so simple. Absolutely. Now, I think there's there's been some really great insights. And, and I think that's a, a perfect place to finish because I think, like you say, everybody I know ch charges their phone overnight as well. 
Thank you so much, John and Craig, for joining us today. Um, we'll certainly be sharing the details for, for your webinars and, and your website as well. Really appreciate what you're doing. Thank, Thank you. Thanks, Zoe. The Outstanding Society is a community interest company. It's free to join and is open to everyone. You don't need to have an outstanding rating to be a member.